welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 24th of December 2022 and the title of this episode is Bestsellers, Ethics and the Future of Your D&D Business. Handiwork Games are in the spotlight this month as would for by patrons. The interview with John is up and we talk ethics, AI and business. Handiwork Games tested AI art, backed out when the landscape changed, they pay full-time employees and they do their best not to rely on China. It's a good spotlight piece to wrap up the year, and Handiwork feel like a wholesome publisher we can learn from. As it is the end of the year and month, I remind for patrons to go vote in the spotlight for January. I won't go to the candidates on the podcast, as there are a lot of other bullet points this week. I will say, it's a wonderful week to become a patron, thank you. Not only do you get to vote in the spotlight, but if you join before the end of the year, then there's a thank you gift in the PDF shape of the Anathea campaign guide. That's D&D branded content, and we'll get back to the future of D&D branded content shortly. Let's first do Christmas. It's a busy time of year, and you might have to juggle all sorts of commitments, but that might make it stressful. Or you might have no commitments at all. It's the time of year when many people feel lonely. I want to call attention to Jasper's Game Day, an RPG-ish charity that works to make every life roll a 20 and that no one gets left behind. If you do want to talk to a fellow geek, check them out. Everybody's Christmas is different. On the blog, I shared some art and unusual festive folklore. I had world building in mind, but it's all still true and quirky. Did you know, in Latvia, there's a Yule log tradition wherein the log is dragged through woods to your home and then burned to appease Mithras? Apparently, there's a Polish superstition that warns children born during the 12 days of Christmas might be werewolves. Now, shall we get back to geeky and gaming stuff? Okay, well, why don't we do that through music? Research from Dr. Emma Gray, Spotify and others suggests that songs with a beat per minute ranging from 50 to 80 are the best for productivity. Now, therefore, we can calculate the best and the worst Christmas songs to try and design a campaign to. The best songs would be, and I'll do three of each, are Carol of the Bells, which has a BPM of only 47, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee with a BPM of 67, and Silver Bells by Ben Crosby with a BPM of 71. But the worst would be Mili Kamalkaba. It's pronounced well in the song, but I can't do it on the podcast. Also by Ben Crosby with a BPM of 208. The Happiest Christmas Tree with a BPM of 206. And The Most Wonderful Time of the Year with a BPM of 202. And more seriously, we had more significant distractions for professional D&D content creators this week. Wizards of the Coast have reminded people that one D&D, that's a new edition, will mean a new SRD and OGL, a new open game license, or the rules by which third parties can create and sell content. There are some tweaks, but the most significant of which is if you're making a salary, I mean a salary size amount of money off D&D, you'll need to report your figures to Wizards of the Coast, and if it's a large enough figure, you'll have to pay royalties. 
Now, a few weeks ago, Wizards of the Coast told investors that they could make more money from D&D. Well, there you go. However, for most people, this threshold won't be made, and DMs Guild content need badges and carries on pretty much as it did before. However, the devil is in the details, which we have not seen yet, and the concerned debate continues. Against this backdrop of concern, Geek Native started to share their traditional look at what's selling well on drive through RPG. Yeek. Still, the usual debate is back, and that's whether or not the designer had tagged the games with the right genre. I'll take you through the top three RPGs published this year in fantasy, horror, modern, and sci-fi. There's more to come, and you'll find the links to the top 20 for each on the blog. The best-selling fantasy RPGs published this year are Number 1, Winds of Magic by Cubicle 7 Number 2, Fabula Ultima, the TTJ RPG by Need Games and the Tome of Adventure Design revised by Mythmere Games. So okay, RPG is shorthand for RPG Productions or Products. The best-selling horror RPG published in 2022 are Hunter, The Vigil, 2nd Edition by Onyx Path, Blaster, Volume 4 by Blaster, and Forbidden Religions, which is a Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition game by Renegade Game Studios. Importantly, horror games can be fantasy, sci-fi, or, likely, modern era. And I'm signposting that now as the best-selling modern era games are Hunter, The Vigil, 2nd Edition, Bionic Path, Forbidden Religions by Renegade Game Studio and Shadowrun 6th World Companion by Catalyst Game Lab. And the latest reveal are sci-fi RPGs, with the top three being Tales of the Red Street Stories by RTG, Ironsworn Starforged by Sean Tompkin, and Savage World Supers Companion by Pinnacle Entertainment. And it's not just drive through RPG who are helpfully sharing top lists. Merchoid has done so as well, listing their top five franchises. The top three are Stranger Things, which is up a massive 13,000% in sales, driven by Hellfire Club merch, and Batman up 106%, and that's probably thanks to the Batman movie. And then third, it's Warhammer 40k, and I don't mean minis, I mean merch such as huggable great unclean ones or Space Marine ties. I'm especially interested in the 68% fall in Harry Potter goods. Now, is that due to the relative lack of Hogwarts activity this year? Or are JKR's political views beginning to harm the money-making franchise? A manga success is Keiju Number no. 8, which has gone from zero sales to over 4 million in just a few years. There's now an anime on the way, not for 2023, but for 2024, and the Keiju trailer is out. It looks good, and it gives us a future where Keiju threat is real, and perhaps that's a welcome contrast to the cyberpunk future, which seems a little less sci-fi than it did a few years back. Now, that's a whole bunch of stats, so let's move to our usual outro of freebies where the numbers don't matter, and bundles where they do again. We'll call it balance. Burn Radiation, who had a Kickstarter attempt thwarted by a real-life challenge for an RPG called Saral, which you can learn from just one page, has a free intro adventure called Dead Exit to the Warehouse. It's grim, it's dark, and mature readers are recommended.
Then there's Chaos Dream, a whole core book that also tries to do things differently. And the last freebie I'll highlight this week comes from the Arcane Library, and it's the Shadow Dark Quick Start. That's enough content from both the players and the GM's guild to run a short campaign. Now, there are two bundles on my radar, both from the bundle of holding, and the first is the Fantasy Trip. The Fantasy Trip can trace itself back to 1977, and this bundle has core rules in it. There's also Pelgrim Press's 13th Age Mega Bundle. That's a very generous deal, and also has core rules for this fantasy RPG. So, let's finish there, have a great holiday, and I'll see you next week.